Welcome to the Females on Fire podcast, where I hope that you'll gain both the tools you need to grow your business and the motivation you need to create your dream life. I'm Haley Luckadoo, motivational speaker, serial entrepreneur, huge lover of Dr. Pepper, and of course, the host who will be introducing you to the phenomenal women sharing their stories and expertise to inspire you, help you succeed, and set your soul on fire. If one of your goals for 2020 is to rock your email marketing, then girl, I've got just the thing. Email marketing used to be a pain point for me because I have tried every platform out there. Now I use Flowdesk, a new platform that is changing the email marketing game. I could tell you a thousand reasons why I'm obsessed with Flowdesk, but you'll have to see for yourself. You will fall in love with the beautiful templates, easy to use interface, and having unlimited everything. That's right. If you get on board right now, you get unlimited subscribers, emails, workflows, and forms for life. And the best part, if you enter code Haley, you get all of this for only $19 a month. Again, for life. Seriously, just enter code H-A-Y-L-E-Y and you'll lock in a $19 a month subscription for an unlimited amount of everything Flowdesk has to offer for life. That's an unbeatable deal for your business and your peace of mind. 2020 is the year to change your email marketing. So head to Flowdesk, enter code Haley, and make it your best year in business yet. Welcome back to the Females on Fire podcast. Ladies, we have a treat for you today. I am so ridiculously excited about this guest because she's just amazing. She's been featured in what feels like a thousand different places and she's just empowering women everywhere, but especially mothers. And I am just super excited to have her on the show. So today I am talking with Ali Casaza, and she is the host of The Purpose Show, which is a top-rated podcast, and she's the creator of online courses that have earned her international attention for her fresh, practical lifestyle strategies for moms. She's known as the life minimalist, and she encourages and inspires women to pursue abundant life by creating space for what matters most. I love that. And there's so much power in that. And it goes along very, very well with what she is talking all about today. So in this episode, Allie and I are chatting all about flipping the script. She was told no so many times in the beginning stages of her business and is still told today that her products won't sell, her content won't matter, and she does not listen. She flips the script every time and uses it to her benefit. And so we are talking about how to make that switch in your mind with your mindset and start really living a more abundant life with a more positive outlook on life and a more abundant mindset so that you can bring 
all the goodness into your life and your business. So get ready to take some notes and get a couple punches to the gut because Allie is not playing around. She has so many amazing truth bombs in this episode. I know you are just going to absolutely love it. Hi, Allie. Thank you so much for joining me on the show. Hi, Haley. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really looking forward to it. I love talking about business. Yes. So excited. Cannot wait to dive into this conversation because I'm so excited to have you on the show. Thank you. Before we dive into all things business and get into this really exciting chat, can you tell everybody just a little bit about you and your background and especially how you got into business? Yeah, absolutely. So I always kind of joke that it's actually not a joke, but my business story is really dramatic. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so crazy. Like what can happen if you are just kind of pushed into a corner and decide that you are done. And that's kind of how everything started for me. So, um, I had a blog that I had for, for years. Um, I've been blogging, let's see, my son is nine, so nine years. Um, and so at, before my blog was a business, it was just a little like a side hobby blog. I love to write. I love to share. Um, I kind of had these just natural leadership tendencies that I didn't really know that that's what it was. And no one had really showed me that or cultivated that in me. So it manifested itself in me blogging and just like teaching and sharing and like finding kind of like mom life hacks, um, so to speak. And so I had that and my family was, um, I was in like the having baby stage of life. And so I was a stay at home mom. Um, I pretty much always had been, I had bounced around from different jobs. Um, my whole like young adult life. Um, like I got my real estate license and worked in that for about three weeks before I realized I would rather fling myself off a bridge than have to like be super nice and like sell someone a house that I thought was awful. Like I just, I hated it. Um, so much. It felt like I was always having to like suck up to people and I just really don't like doing that. I waited tables. I studied interior design. I just kind of like, I went to college and dropped out within two months because I just was like, this is stupid. I hate this. I don't want to go through this. I just was like always kind of seeking the right path and it was entrepreneurship, but I didn't know. So like I said, that entrepreneur spirit in me would just kind of manifest itself in different ways. Um, like I found myself being like really controlling in certain relationships or like really seeking out to lead, not in like a terrible way, but just like, you know, like I was hungry to lead and hungry to blaze a trail and I didn't have anywhere to do that. And so I just kind of toggled back and forth between all these things in my life. And then I landed being a stay at home parent because I really wanted to be with my kids and I really value, um, family and, um, quality time. And it was just something that felt right at that time. So I landed there. We had four kids really quickly. And my husband worked for a really large company um, that, you know, household name, everyone knows who this is. And they just really did not value their employees. It was totally like they would dangle the carrot of like higher pay and promotion. Um, and, and then hire from the outside, like no one ever really moved up. It was super rare. Um, we really were barely making ends meet. And I, I really shouldn't even say that because ends were not meeting. It was kind of like, um, there's this, I don't know if you've ever seen Malcolm in the middle, but there's this scene on that show where the parents are like, 
it's so sad but so true they're like sitting over the table and there's a bunch of like yellow and pink bills with like red stamps on them like and they're like okay this one's red but it says like end notice but this one's yellow but it says final notice and this one's pink and it says about to shut off like let's pay this one first and not this one like that was our life it was very much surrounded by um, scarcity and stress and lack and fear um, all of our decisions around our family and what we wanted to do that weekend and money and everything stemmed from there's never enough. And so we lived in that place for years. Um, basically what happened was my husband's company, um, well, the, the company my husband worked for, moved us to Arkansas. We're from Southern California. We're born and raised here. We love it here. And they moved us to Arkansas. And so it was just like this really shocking thing. They promised better pay. They promised a better life and better schedule. And so we were like, okay, we can deal with this, like, you know, this big change. It's almost kind of like a culture shock, really. It's a totally different world over there. Um, and we're like, we can deal with this because our life will be better. And we got there and they just were like, oh, actually we're cutting pay. Actually we're cutting hours. Actually we can't give you what we promised. So we were essentially stuck in the mountains of Northwest Arkansas with no friends, no family, like no connections, um, and four kids under five. And so that was my life. And I honestly had this day where I was just like, God, what the heck? Like what this, I know we were called out here. I felt it. I felt hope. And now it's, it's just like, it's smashed and I don't know what to do. And I really had this moment where I felt like everything in my life, everything in my family, everything we'd been through had all been, it was, it was coming to a head. And I just had this knowing in myself that there was something bigger, that there was a reason we were called out there, that there was something that I wasn't aware of. And I began over the course of like the next few months to really ask for clarity on that. And I really like, I started to like journal and pray and just really think through what that might be. And I realized that I had all these ideas for my blog to turn it into something, to write an ebook, to like create things that people would pay for, that I could teach them how to simplify their lives and, and make things better in their motherhood and really become a, a thought leader in the motherhood niche. And I really, I really felt that bubbling up inside me. So as soon as I kind of became open to like, what are we doing here? How can we change our lives? what do you want me to do? I feel helpless. Like I, I want to do something to help my husband. He's working his butt off. I never see him. We're not making money. Like this can't be abundant life. Like this isn't. So then how do we get there? And so really that transformed into me having this idea and being so desperate that I got up at like, I will, I set my alarm for 10 till 4am every day for a year. I got up, felt like I was waking up before God was even awake. It was so early <laughs> and I, it was so early and so hard, but honestly, Haley, that time of my life was magic. Like I felt this, this energy getting up before the sun, getting up before everyone else was up and brainstorming and writing and thinking and researching. Like I learned about selling eBooks and digital guides and PDFs and then courses found their way to me. And I just learned how to do this. And 
I fell in love with it. I fell in love with the art of being an entrepreneur and of starting something. And, um, it really, I mean, I'm, I'm really summarizing. There were so many hiccups and hard parts, but eventually over the course of, you know, months and months, my business started to pick up some traction. And I, I remember having a webinar where I sold a product that didn't yet exist. That's now my signature course that there's like 10,000 plus women in. I sold it before it existed. Um, and I, so pre-selling and I, I made more than my husband made in a month in one hour. And that was, I mean, for me, if I had a webinar like that now, I'd be like, wow, it's all over, pack it up because that no matter money was like nothing now. But then I just thought I just made $3,000 in 45 minutes talking about what I know and what I love and what I believe is going to change the way that women are doing this ancient art of motherhood. And this is amazing. And from there, my husband left his job because I, I couldn't keep getting up at 4am anymore. And we worked really hard to create the life we have now. And so now flash forward, I've got this multiple seven figure a year company. It employs so many women, enabling them to be at home more with their kids, living the life that they love. Um, we are funding nonprofits I believe in. We are doing amazing work. The work itself changes lives. And then I'm following it up with changing the world with the money I make with that message. And that lights me up. Like that is my purpose to change the world with my message and then turn around and change it again with the money I make by spreading that message. It's so empowering. It's so abundant. And that right there is like the antidote to my old life that we were not in abundance. We were in lack and fear and scarcity and it's never enough. Money always goes away. It's just never enough. And we're not fulfilled. And my husband hated his job and they mistreated him. And I'm not happy in my life. And I mean, this business, it saved my family. It's changing the world. It, it is, it's how we created this abundant life that we had always kind of thought of and talked about, but weren't really sure how to, how to create. I love that. And I, I think the thing, the thing that really stuck out to me about that whole story is when you said you guys moved to Arkansas and you just felt this, like, why are we here? There's gotta be some reason that we came here. This is all falling apart. This is all not working out, but there's gotta be some way to move past this and get to that that abundance mindset and that abundant life and all of those things. And I feel like it's such a testament to your intuition, right? Because we've all had those moments where, you know, it, they say it gets worse before it gets better. And we've all had those moments where everything is literally falling apart. We cannot hold it together any longer. And maybe it's financial, maybe it's emotional, maybe it's your job, maybe it's whatever, but we've all had those moments where it feels like literally everything is crumbling around us. And I think those are the moments where if you can just push through that, and if you can just get through that moment, something really, really good is coming. And so like for me and my husband, every single time that we feel like everything is starting to go wrong, it's just become our thing that we look at each other and we go, oh, something good must be coming. And I think when you think about it that way, you're always looking further down the road. You're always looking at okay, well, what's going to come out of this that's good? What can we create? What can we build? What can we do with this awful situation that we're currently in? And it just makes you 
a more positive person. It really builds that abundance mindset that you were talking about. I mean, it really makes you live a happier life. Well, and let's just look for a second at what you just said. If, I mean, it doesn't matter what you believe. Studies show this, science backs this up. This is also biblical, whatever floats your boat. Like this is truth that your thoughts, what you focus on, you get more of what you focus on expands your mm-hmm. thoughts, create, you know, the way you speak, the way you do things, the way you act, like everything in your life stems from your thoughts. So everyone listening, the reality that is yours right now, however much money you have in your bank account. Um, if you have a business idea, that's just not coming to fruition. You're frustrated. If your marriage is not going well, whatever is in your life right now, um, that is a result of what's going on internally for you. Our thoughts, manifest into our reality. And that is a fact. So Haley, with what you just said, if you guys are are experiencing something and you're like, okay, let's reframe this. How can we find something positive? It's almost like you're accidentally, maybe it's not so accidentally. I don't know if you already know all this, but it's almost like you're accidentally taking ownership of the fact that like, this is your reality and there's something you could do to control it. And you're changing your thoughts to change the reality. So Mm -hmm. there's so much power in that. And I mean, basically I do believe in the power of good strategy. I do believe that you, you know, you need to build an email list and you need to monetize it and you need to like show up for your audience. And there's, there's logical things you need to do. But if you were really to break down my business success story into one thing, the only thing that matters is that I changed my thoughts. I decided we're done here. I'm no longer available for this completely crap life. I'm done. I, I'm not even able to enjoy my kids. All I do is shoo them away from me so that I can clean up, clean up the house, maintain a mundane life and stress and figure out how to get my landlord to give us an extra five days to pay our rent because we can't. That is not where I belonged. That's not where anyone belongs. I don't care about your race, your upbringing, where you live, what your story has been up to this point. Nobody belongs there. And this thought process is available to everyone. It's not like, you know, your thoughts manifest according to like, well, it works better for men or it works better if you're white. It doesn't work that way. Everyone deserves and has the ability to do something to take that one small step to get out of that situation and into something better. And that is empowering. Like that should give you hope. It's, it's crazy what changed about my life from just changing the way I'm thinking and no longer thinking of myself identifying as this broke girl, um, that doesn't, this lost and doesn't know what she was made to do. I began to ask questions and identify as a wealthy person before I even was. And then that is what my reality shifted into. I love that. And there's so much truth in that because obviously there's a lot of levels. There's a lot of moving parts to this. So, you know, just by saying out loud, okay, I'm a rich person. It doesn't make you rich. You've got to go out and do the work and make the money and, and you've got to take action to back that up. But if you don't believe that you're going to have money, or if you don't believe that something good is going to happen, or you don't believe that you're going to become this type of person, then you never will be. You've Mm -hmm. got to back up. You've got to follow through with that action, but you've got to back that action up with belief. Absolutely. And no no strategy, no changes, no environmental changes, getting the the new journal, buying a new course. You can have all the tools, all the resources in the world, and they are not going to do junk for you. If you don't change your freaking mindset now. Yep. 
Yep. Totally agree with that. 110%. So let's dive in a little bit to this idea of flipping the script. I know we've already basically been talking about that, but I know for you, when you started out and maybe even now, a lot of people told you that your content wouldn't sell and you really took that no and you turned it around and it's, it's this same idea of, of saying, no, that's not going to be what I believe. That's not going to be what I focus on. I know my worth. I know the value of the content I cre I'm creating. I know what I can do, but what was that process like for you? What worked? What didn't work? What do you have to do even now when people tell you no, or they tell you that you're not going to succeed, or they tell you that people aren't going to want to buy that thing that you're creating? Yeah. You know what the craziest thing is, is that, um, I still get told that. Um, and most of the time it happens when people don't, I mean, it's not like you're wearing your story or your bank account numbers on your sleeve. Like nobody knows, right. <laughs> nobody, nobody knows the backstory or what's happened. Like we had, um, we had a 70, I'm, I'm super open with like numbers and money. I think it's important to normalize wealth for women. So if this bothers you guys, sorry, not sorry. Yes. Um, <laughs> last, last month we had a $70,000 day in 12 hours. I brought in $70,000 of revenue on a, amazing. on a $99 product too. Oh my gosh. That's like amazing. It, there is no ceiling except the one that you accept for yourself. I'm going to say that again, because somebody needs to listen to this. There <laughs> is no ceiling except the one you make for yourself screw the glass ceiling. It doesn't exist. And the, the ceiling that you need to worry about is the one you've set for yourself. Most of us have a very specific number that is our ceiling. And you can locate what that number is by looking at how your business is going, looking at how your job is going, looking at your bank account, looking at your net worth, and like just kind of noticing where you seem to kind of stay. There are people that make $800,000 a year and they're living paycheck to paycheck. They're broke because they identify as somebody who's broke. So they find a way to get rid of all that money. And it's miraculous to most of us. That's a lot of money, but it happens. Look it up. Um, so the thing is, is that like when people tell me and have told me in the past, I mean, when it was, when it was new and I hadn't really seen any proof, it got to me for sure. I was worried. Like I was basically told that moms don't spend money on themselves, that this is why places like, you know, um, baby stores, um, you know, bye bye baby or babies are us rest in peace. Um, all these stores that sell baby and kid clothes did so well for so long and still do well. Um, there's the baby section on Amazon is like one of the leading, the leading leaders for them in their purchases because moms are, it's a culture of selflessness and not doing anything for yourself. And so moms don't spend money on them. So that's what I was told the entire time. You need to break down all their barriers, um, overcome all their objections. And you really need to just have like a $10,000 coaching product. Um, so that when you do finally make a sale, it, ho it holds you over. That went against everything in my heart for the women that I serve. I really had a heart for um, creating low cost courses and be careful with that too, because I had to make sure that wasn't coming from scarcity or doubt that I could sell anything high, high value, high product, high price. Um, so it wasn't coming from that. It was coming from a place of, I know who I'm trying to reach and I know how much she has to spend. And I know that a $200, $100 course, whatever my, all the different prices of my courses is, 
is a conversation for her. She has to stop and think. And I want to, I want to show up for her. I don't want to work with a mom that can spend $10,000 on me coaching her. That honestly, it would probably be like the worst, the worst experience for me because I want to be down in like the dirt with these women and like help them like the regular average mom who's got a budget. She's not always in control of her money, which that's a whole other conversation. Don't even get me started, but she's got to like ask for, is this okay if I get this? Like I really need help. I want to help her. And so I knew that that was aligned for me. And I decided that I would be, I would be the one to prove everyone wrong. I would be the one to be in this mom niche, to show up for them, to have low price courses and make more money than the well-known gurus and coaches that were telling me I couldn't do this. And that's exactly what happened because I decided where my ceiling was. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love that, that, you know, the only ceiling that's there for you is the one that you create for yourself. I think that's, that's all encompassing of this conversation and, and such a, a powerful thought that, you know, you're the one controlling where your limit is and you're the one controlling how much money you're going to be able to make and how much success you're going to have and how many people you're going to be able to reach and the impact and that you're going to have you too. Like, absolutely. Like you are, I decide that this gets to be easy for me. I've decided I get to work when I want to work. Um, I don't have to chase the dollar and freak out and hustle and, and my money doesn't equal how much I worked that week. If it did, what's the point of having your own business? Like what's Absolutely. the point? And so you, I, you decide, like I decided this is how much money I want to make. And that ceiling is always raising right now. I'm just a, a hair away from a lifelong goal, <laughs> lifelong meaning like a year, but still it feels like a lifelong <laughs> of 300 K a month. That's what I want. $300,000 a month on low price courses. That is what I want. And last month we did 275. I am right freaking there and it's coming. I believe it's coming. I don't have to work for it. I don't have to chase it. I'm open to the inspirational ideas that hit me that may align with me making that money, but I do not feel a rush, a push, a force. Like I have to go and, and create that or chase it. The how is not my responsibility. The only thing that's my responsibility is staying intuitive, is staying connected and using all the powers of the fact that I am a woman to drive this business to success. Absolutely. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And like one of my favorite quotes is the old, you know, live life as though everything is rigged in your favor. Mm-hmm. And, and I love that because I love this idea of just you know, deciding that life is for you, that everything that happens is for you, that you're going to use every single, single thing that comes your way for the good of your life, of your financial situation, of your emotional state, of your business, of, you know, the goals and dreams that you have. And, you know, when you do that, I think sometimes we're worried that other people are going to think, we have an ego problem or we're cocky or, you know, we just don't live in the real world. I've actually had somebody tell me that before. Um, and, mm-hmm. and you know, you, you have those, those family members that love you and they really want to see you do well, but they've lived in this mindset for so long that there's a ceiling that they can reach, mm-hmm. that there's only so much money that they can actually obtain, that there's only 
you know, so much success that you could possibly get. You've got the, these friends that think the same way because maybe they don't run a business or maybe they do and it's not successful, but you've always got those people in your life who, because they have a limit on themselves, they place that same limit on you. Mm-hmm. And I think we get so worried about what everybody else in our life is going to think if we suddenly decide that there is more available to us, that there's not a ceiling there because we're saying there isn't and that we're going to go make more money, have more time, spend more time with our kids or our spouse or our friends, be more successful, you know, all of those things. And I I feel like we have such a problem Mm -hmm. with, with that fear that we actually put the ceiling back on ourselves. You know, we start limiting ourselves simply because of the people around us. Absolutely. It's contagious, but you can choose, you can make that choice for yourself. Um, there is a, a man, he goes by the Iceman. His name is Wim Hof. Have you heard of him? I have heard of this. I did it's not amazing. know his, I didn't know his name, but yeah, yeah he's amazing. Yeah. He basically teaches you how to like take control of your mind in extreme temperatures. Um, because that is like the key to like owning your thoughts and controlling and controlling your mind is such a powerful thing that we can all do, but we often don't. Um, he, this, the scientists were like, okay, we want to test something on you. If you'll let us like they injected him with a virus. I forget which one it was. And I don't want to say the wrong one, but it was, it was a insane virus. And he like, so it was like, you're going to get the virus. Like you're go you're going to get it. And he thought himself well enough. He didn't get it. It's crazy. You, you are living in this world of virus, of scarcity, of lack of, you just have to go to college and you have to get this job and money is, it's a, it's got this power over you. That's, that's not true at all. Money is a neutral tool and you decide how it works for you. You get to decide how you let it make you feel, how you use it for good or for evil. Um, you know, money is not the root of all evil. Greed is the love of money. The obsession of money um, is the root of all evil. This is what fuels, you know, murders and affairs and robberies and all these awful things. So it's like that virus example, like there's that virus all around us. This mindset is a virus and we have a choice to say no to that. You don't get to inflict that on me the way that you're modeling money. And this is like for how our parents did things, how the friends around you do things, how maybe even your spouse is in this super limiting belief. Um, how it's being modeled in their life is their way and their choice. And that does not have to be your way. You can choose to go your own way. Um, speaking out like I am statements, like declaring your mindset is so powerful because your thoughts go to your words, go to your actions. You know, we it's that cycle. So saying things like after you have dinner with another couple and they just like put their scarcity all over you, it's important that you do something about that, that you don't just like, Oh, that was so negative. And like go home and shower and go to bed. Like do something about that because that got into your brain and you're responsible for protecting your thoughts and protecting that because that's going to be your existence. So after that happens to me, you know, um, especially I do business coaching. So sometimes I'll have like a first call with a client and I'll just see, you know, his or her scarcity mindset 
everywhere. And I'm like, okay, let's talk through this. Like, why did you just say that? Why did you think that? But in hearing their thoughts and hearing their limiting beliefs, that's, I'm hearing it too. And it's not like this weird woo woo thing where it's like, you've got to like, oh, I've got to cleanse my mind of your, you know, energy. It's, it's a fact that everything is energy. And that, that what that person is saying is you're hearing it. It's getting in there. And it's not a fear-based thing. Like you've got to get it out. It's more like, I am the ruthless editor of what goes into my mind. And this is the only thing that I really can control. And I'm going to control it well. I'm going to steward the mind that God made me have really, really well and be very intentional with what I allow into it and what, how it's thinking, how it's functioning, because that is what I'm going to get in my reality. So saying things like, I have, you know, there's a book called um, Secrets of the Millionaire Mind. And he says to say, um, I have a millionaire mind. I have a millionaire mindset. Even if you're not a millionaire, who cares? You can still have a millionaire mindset and get to that point. Um, I am a powerful creator of my life. I am created in the image of the ultimate powerful creator. And he created me in his image. I am also a creator. I am choosing to create positive thoughts. I am choosing to create positive um, energy in my life and in my day and in my marriage and in my bank account and in my parenting. You get to choose everything. Everyone else has this opposite mindset and you have to know what you're up against. But you don't have to contract the virus. It is a choice, plain and simple. Yeah. I mean, literally everything is mind over matter. And, you know, we keep, we keep talking about money, but you mentioned a couple times, like several other different things. And this doesn't just sure. apply to money. This applies to literally everything in your life. Yes. And my husband, when we first got married, um, he used to think I was just, you know, Looney Tunes because I would get like a really bad headache and he would go, Oh, do you want me to go get you some Advil or some ibuprofen or whatever? And I was like, no, no, it's fine. And he's like, well, but don't you want to get rid of your headache? And I'm like, it's okay. I will give me a couple minutes. I'm going to talk myself out of this headache. And he thought I was so crazy. And over the years, it, it's really funny because he's seen me actually be able to do that. Mm -hmm. And I, I honestly believe that every single thing in your life, the pain that you feel, whether physical or emotional, the stress that you're under, uh, whether it's financial or in your job or, you know, in a relationship or anything like that, I think every single thing in your life is mind over matter. And obviously, you know, there, there are things that are so out of your control and just because it's mind over matter doesn't mean that you suddenly control them. Sure. It just means that you control the way you're reacting to them. You're exactly. controlling the way that you feel about them. Exactly. You're so right. Um, I love that you shared that about the headache. I I've done the same thing with getting sick. Um, you know, when my kids bring home a bug, yeah. I really control my thoughts. If you start to think, oh my gosh, now I'm going to get sick and I'm going to Nashville next week and I'm going to be sick and I'm going to miss my trip. You're focusing on that. You bet your butt you're going to get it. Absolutely. But if you control it and you're like, okay, this is happening. I am going to think that I am well. I am a well person. I am I'm well, I'm healthy, um, you know, focusing on those things. And then you act different. You drink some green juice, you take vitamins, you choose to like forego, you know, alcoholic girls night. And you're, you just stick with water because you're, you're choosing that you're going to stay well and you act like a person who's trying to stay well. So it's Absolutely. really, it's not just like, Oh, I, my thoughts, I did everything. It's, it's, it follows up with action because of the way you're thinking, because that's where your actions come from. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, if you start thinking those thoughts of getting sick and I mean, you're 
even if nothing else, you're just putting stress on your body. Absolutely. So you start sick. <laughs> exactly. You start thinking about getting sick and all of a sudden you're like, oh, well, I, I did have a, a cough the other day. Maybe I'm already catching it. And then you trick yourself. You literally self-sabotage yep. everything because you trick yourself into thinking that you're already sick and you're just going to get sicker. And we, we do that with every single thing in our lives. And I, I think you've got to become a very mentally strong person. And there's a lot of mindset work involved in that. And there's a lot of making really tough decisions to just be stronger and, and choose to be more positive. And, and this is something I'm like constantly working through with my husband because he's, he's very much one of those like negative Nancy's that's like, Oh my God, the world is ending, mm -hmm. even though, you know, he got like a paper cut or something. And so, and, and not that he's like a huge baby, but he sure. does. He, he tends to just think the worst and he yes. immediately goes to the worst possible outcome. And it's because he's trying to mentally prepare for the worst possible outcome. But I'm telling him all the time, when you mentally prepare for the worst outcome, you're, you're in some way kind of manifesting that worst outcome. You're, you're preparing for it so much. Mm -hmm. You're actually bringing it on yourself. You're willing you focus to on. Expand. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And so I, I think there's so much power in deciding that you get to be in control. And by deciding that, like we said earlier, it doesn't mean that you're literally going to be able to control everything that comes in and out of your life, but by deciding, okay, I'm going to be in control of how I react to this. And I'm going to decide to be more positive. I'm going to decide to look further into the future and look past this current moment. I'm going to decide that I'm worth more money or I have more value than these people say I have, or I'm more successful or I'm going to be more successful or whatever. When you place value on those things, when you decide that you're going to make those decisions and you're going to think better, then you inevitably will be better. Better things will come into your life. Absolutely. And that's really as simple as that. Yeah. 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 Oh, I love this. I think that's probably a good stopping place, but oh my gosh, I feel like I could talk to you about this forever because there's so many different layers and levels to this. And, you know, mindset work is not an easy thing by any means. Mm -hmm. But I think when you really start to commit to it and you start to practice, you know, being more positive, saying yes to the right things, deciding that, um, you know, that things are just going to be better for you and that life is going to be more abundant for you. And all of those things, I think when you practice that every single day, it just, you're building a habit and it starts to become so natural to you to think that way. Yes. And you notice when it's not that way. I absolutely really quickly. I actually just another quick example for the listeners. Yeah. So, okay. I recently had my wisdom teeth pulled out and one of the ones, the bottom right side was completely sideways and deeply, deeply impacted. And it's nerve, Ooh. the nerve was running over the tooth. So they had to like put me completely out IV status. And they were like, there was always meetings and appointments about like getting this tooth out because it was so deeply impacted. And that side of my mouth has been so sore. I got dry socket, which if you have had that, you realize, oh, oh my gosh it like just, it just was getting worse and worse. And I was like in pain, like the medicine, when you have dry socket meds don't really, they don't really help. It's just pain. And, um, I was like really 
it was knocking me out. It was interrupting my work. It was, my joy was gone. It's like when you have a really bad flu and you're like, how have I ever been normal? I can't see or remember anything past how I feel right now. It was like that. And I stopped myself the other day. I was like, you know what? This, this ruined my Valentine's weekend away with my husband. This ruined my work week. I'm literally, I love kickboxing and I'm not able to go back to kickboxing because they're like, you can't work out until it's better. I'm sorry. I'm like, I feel myself just like losing energy. This is not okay. I'm the boss. Like no more. We're done. And so I like got up in this pain and I looked at myself in the mirror. I have like drool coming out of the side of my mouth. Like I'm like so in pain and just like dying. And I was like, we are done. I'm going, I got, had this clove oil that the internet said would work. And it wasn't really helping very much because it's, it's basically, it's an oil. Like if narcotics aren't knocking the pain out, oil's not going to do too much. And so I was like, I'm going to put this on my tooth or my gum and it's going to work. I'm done with this. We are getting back to work. I've taken a week off. Um, I'm, I'm done. And I, I got a Q-tip. I put the oil on and it hadn't worked before. And it worked this time. It, I'm not joking. A hundred thousand percent. It completely stopped in an instant, in an instant it stopped. I have not had to put the clove oil back on my gum this entire time. Like it, I'm completely fine. I'm working out today. I'm working today. I'm back to my normal self. Like dry socket is supposed to take 10 days to heal. It completely stopped. And that is what I'm trying to say is like, this isn't weird or woo woo or like far out or this weird belief system. It's a simple fact of life. The way we are created is that our thoughts are our reality. And if people could just get over themselves and stop having to like try to find a way around it and be a victim to their circumstances and realize that that is true, you don't have to be sick. You don't have to have a headache. You don't have to be broke. You don't have to be miserable. You don't have to be in this miserable relationship. You don't have to feel lost anymore. You don't have to be overweight and unhealthy anymore. You don't have to be. It's all your thoughts. And if you would just grasp that, literally your entire life would change because your words and your actions would rise up to support you and bring you to that change quicker than any strategy, than any book you've ever read. Absolutely. And not just your life, but it inevitably changes the people around you too. Absolutely. Because I think when you, start, yeah, when you start to have this mindset, when you start to live in abundance, when you start to, when you start to decide that you get to decide, then eventually it rubs off on people, your friends, your family, your coworkers, your colleagues, people that you meet every day, it inevitably rubs off on them. And I think, I truly believe that if everybody in the world could embrace this mindset, this idea of just deciding to do better, then we wouldn't have the problems in the world that we have. Absolutely. The world would be a ridiculously better place because inevitably everybody would be reaching for something better. Everybody would be trying to be more positive. Everybody would be focusing on the right things for them. And it would just rub off on everybody they know. It would rub off on their communities. And, you know, I mean, it's just, it's that, that whole ripple effect, you know, if you change you, then you change your sister. And if you change your sister, then she changes her husband and, and their kids. And then they change their friends and then their friends change three more friends. And all of a sudden you've got a community who's 
more positive. They're thinking better. They're more successful. They're happier. They're, yes. you know, they care more about other people. And that's how you make an impact. That's how you change the world and make a difference. Well, and that's like, there's so much power in what you just said. Like we've got to stop joking ourselves and get up, wake up and show up in this way or nothing is ever going to change. Absolutely. Oh, yes, absolutely. Oh my gosh. I love that because I really do believe, you know, as, as simple as what I'm about to say is it's really true. I really believe that that thought changes the world. Just yep. deciding, okay, I'm going to do better. I'm going to be better. I'm going to think better. It's, it's mind over matter from here on out. Deciding that you're going to be that way. If for nothing else, do it for the sake of everyone around you. Do it for the sake, you know, obviously do it. For, yeah, obviously do it for yourself. But if you can't decide that you're going to do it for yourself, do it for the people you care about. Because when you do it for the people you care about, they're going to do it for the people they care about. And yep. eventually you really do make an impact that can change lives and change the world. And I honestly believe that the world we live in today is not going to be any different until a very substantial amount of people decide to make it different, decide yeah. to make that change. Mindset I, is contagious and we can absolutely. have a say in which one we're spreading. Absolutely. Ugh, I love that. Oh my gosh. So many good nuggets and so many like just wonderful truths in this episode. I'm so excited. I cannot wait for our listeners to hear this because uh, you just, you dropped so many like truth bombs. I just, uh, I want to have like, <laughs> that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. You know, those like, uh, really like cheesy sound effects that I, yes. I, I want to have those going off. Like every time <laughs> you said something, but I won't, <laughs> I love it. Uh, I, I love it though. This was so good. And I, you know, since it's the end of the episode, I do want to close out with a lightning round really quick, but I just, I already want to say thank you because this is uh, just so powerful and I'm so excited. Good. Good. Awesome. Well, let's dive into this lightning round really quick. A uh, couple quick questions for you that are just kind of a fun way to close out the show. So first and foremost, what does your morning routine look like? Oh my gosh. I love talking about this, but I'll keep it. <laughs> um, my morning routine, actually I've been, I've learned to be okay with it shifting as each day needs. And that's new for me. I'm an eight on the Enneagram. I don't know if you guys are, if you guys listen. Yes. Know I'm just <laughs> yes. like, I'm such an eight, eight. I'm such an eight. So it's new for me to be like, you know what? Today I need to sleep. And I'm just, I'm going to listen to like a guided meditation while I take a shower and stuff, but I'm just going to like jump into my day and, and let myself catch some extra sleep. So that's really new for me. And it's really freeing. Then I'll set my alarm for 515. I have two alarms on my little alarm clock. Um, and one is 515 and one is 645. And so it just kind of depends and I'll set one just depending on the day. But I, I normally will like sit, I have my coffee, I read, and then like, I just kind of write out what I've got going on that day and set the intent for how I want to feel. Um, and then I get grateful. I love that. I love that so much. Yeah. I, I love getting to ask this question. I won't harp on this too much, but I love getting to ask this question simply because everybody's so different. You know, everybody has their coffee or they yeah. do gratitude or journaling or some meditation kind of or with yeah, they're, they're, some kind. absolutely. There's always something and there's these similarities, but I love hearing how, you know, women who wake up at four in the morning do similar sort of morning rituals to the women who don't wake up until eight or nine o'clock. And I, I love that. Love that so much. Mm. 
All right. Next question. What is the last book that you read? Uh, actually I mentioned it earlier. I just reread, um, I reread the secrets of the millionaire mind. And I also at the same time read, um, it was emotionally intelligent leaders and it was like a Harvard business review book. Cool. Yeah. I hadn't heard of the second one, so I'll have to check that out for sure. Yeah, it was, it was, it was good. It was, it was like, I don't know. It was harvest business reviewed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, it was helpful because I'm leading a really large team and I'm, I just kind of feel like I, sometimes I feel like I got kind of thrown into that role. And so I'm like, wait, how do I lead? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You gotta, gotta study up gotta on it. Up. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. All right. What is one recommendation that you have that you just think everybody needs to have? So it could be a service that you use or a product that you're obsessed with, whatever you want, but something that you just recommend to everybody. Okay. I'm going to say two, cause one is like kind of pricey and one is just like more normal. Go for it. Um, I, have you seen that mirror, the mirror workout thing where it's like, there's like, it's kind of like Peloton. Um, like it's like a membership thing, but you buy this mirror and there's, you can go on the app and select classes and like a trainer appears on the mirror and takes classes. Yeah. It's super cool. When I first saw it, I was like, what the heck? Like that is so dumb. I have not seen this. I kept seeing it everywhere. And I was like, you know what? I, this actually, it has kickboxing, it has Pilates, it has meditation, it has um, cardio, it has dance, it has workouts for the kids. Like, this is like a culmination of all the things I really like. And I, I feel like I want to just try it. So I got their black Friday special and I bought it and I, I work out like every day now. It's really helped me. Oh my like, gosh. Like anyway, you can just lean it up against the wall in your living room. Like it's really, I mean, it's a brilliant idea. And the founder is a woman. So love that. Right. Um, so yeah, that's been like really rocking my world. And then the other thing is, um, have you heard of Bulletproof Coffee? Yes. Yes. I, I, I know it's like kind of old and it's like not super cool to be paleo anymore, but I just brought it back. I used to do it all the time and I brought it back in the morning and my God. I just feel like I have so much energy. I have that good fat to start my day out. Um, I have a hormone disorder. So the good fats really help balance hormones. Just really, I mean, it really sets me off on the right pace for the day. So I've been super into that again. And just remembering like, why did I even stop drinking this in the morning? It helps me. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Uh, Two really good recommendations. I'm going to have to look into that mirror. I've never heard of that. Almost like there's like a ghost trainer, but you can still see yourself. But it wow. is so, so amazing and really, really helps me. I'm actually exercising like almost every single day. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. I'm definitely going to have to check that out. I've never seen that before. Yeah. It's cool. awesome. All right. Last question. What is the best piece of advice that you have ever been given? Don't take anything personally. Mm, I love that. I and love it that. really ended up serving me in my job because the internet. Yeah. <laughs> because the internet, I feel like that could be the excuse for just about everything because the internet. Yeah. Honestly, it really could. It's like a, it's a huge blessing and a life-changing tool. And also like the biggest problem we have right now. Seriously. That is, (laughs) there's so much, we could do a whole episode just on that. There's so much truth in that. Oh my gosh. But I love that. Yeah. Don't take anything personally. I think that's really good. That's just, you know, that's like one of those things you just really need to hear every day. Well, it just makes sense. Like you literally, there is nothing that you should be taking personally. 
Absolutely. I love that. Well, Allie, tell everybody where they can find you. What's your website? What's your social? What are you promoting right now? What you got going on? Yes. So on social, I think the best place to connect with me would be on Instagram. So you can just search my name, um, Ali Casas on there. My username is Ali underscore that's me. And I really show up on there kind of day to day, kind of use it as like just a little peek into like what I'm currently thinking and learning and doing and um, my family and my business. And I, I really enjoy being on Instagram. So that's kind of where I actually am. Um, if you're a mom, I also have an amazing Facebook group um, that's attached to my podcast called the Purpose Show Community. Um, it's really just like it should be a monthly membership, but it's free and it is so amazing there. Really, really helpful. I spend multiple thousands of dollars a month to keep that community the way it is. And it's just my gift to you guys. So go and check that out if you're a mother. Um, but also like I curated a special page for you guys. Um, it's just alleycasaza.com slash females on fire. And if you go there, you're going to find just some free steps to help your business, um, to kind of just clear the mental clutter in your business. Um, some book recommendations, kind of like business cheat sheet that I put together for you guys. And I would love to just meet you over there and just have you subscribe to my list so I can help you and serve you. There are so many good things coming from me this year for business owners. I love that. I love that. And thank you so much thank for creating you. that page for our listeners, because I know there's going to be so many amazing resources for them over there. So you guys that are listening, go connect with Allie, because as you can tell, she's amazing and her energy is just fabulous. And you will just learn so much from her. Thank and Allie, you. thank you so much for just coming on the show and, and sharing some of your time. I, I know it's gotta be hard jumping back into everything after your wisdom tooth debacle. <laughs> so I, I, I hate, I was like bedridden. I was yeah. so depressed. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, I just appreciate you sharing your time. And like I said before, you know, there's just so much truth in this episode and so many good little nuggets and words of wisdom and all of those things. And so I just want to say a huge thank you from both me and the listeners, because I just, I know they're going to love it. And I know there's so much power in this episode. Love this. Thank you so much. Well, ladies, that's it for this time, but don't forget to head over to the show notes to grab special bonus content from our guests. I'd love if you could show your support for the show so if you have just a minute, leave a five-star review about how much you love this podcast. Then head over to femalesonfirepodcast.com and grab your Females on Fire apparel. Get a t-shirt, hat, and more because it all goes to fund the podcast. And don't forget to show off your new swag to all your friends on social media and tag me at Females on Fire and at Haley Luckadoo. I'll be back next week with another great show for you. But until then, keep reaching for those dreams that set your soul on fire.